we learned in the previous episodes it wasn't a simple mission apollo was one of the most complicated missions that humans have ever taken up well we remember the first astronauts who landed on the moon and we remember the astronauts who successfully completed their trips and came back to the earth but we hardly remember the people who went before them who sacrificed a lot to make the first manned mission to the moon possible including those astronauts who never got to fly who perished in a fire that took down their command module yes the astronauts of apollo 1 50 years later let's spare a moment to remember them So last episode we discussed about uh, the spacecraft used for the Apollo mission the Apollo spacecraft the lunar module the Saturn V rockets and all that so uh, what about this episode what are we going to talk about Yeah so the reason we discussed uh, in detail about the launch vehicle and the spacecraft was though we know you know uh, astronauts have been to moon um, most of us don't know how or what took them there similarly one of the lesser known things about lunar missions are the missions which happened before apollo 11 apollo 11 was a mission which actually landed on the moon so if apollo 11 is 11th lun- uh, apollo mission then where are the first 10 of them so okay. we'll go into a little bit of detail on that so this episode we'll be concentrating on the missions preceding the apollo 11 uh, mission which went to moon yeah exactly okay so all the missions that were before apollo 11 were kind of testing ground for the final mission which was uh, supposed to land on the moon which started from apollo 1 all the way to apollo 10 some of them were unmanned mission uh, okay. some of them were manned missions the first manned mission which was supposed to happen in an apollo spacecraft was apollo 1 okay but sadly during a ground test all three astronauts were killed by a fire in the, in their command module um which was this flight was supposed to happen in the february of 1967 so there was apparently an electric short circuit which ignited the oxygen rich atmosphere of command module and all the three astronauts instantly perished okay so they died because of the fire or because there was no oxygen the reason given in autopsy report is cardiac arrest because of carbon monoxide that spread through the atmosphere of the command module but anyway that was a horrific incident um, which in turn led to a lot of improvements in the uh, spacecraft for the later missions so the astronauts who expired were uh, gus grissom ed white and roger chaffee yeah i i think gus grissom is the only person i know from that uh, mission yeah, he was a, is, he was a space veteran he has done missions before apollo he has like a very good name in the field i think because uh, everywhere i've read about this he his name was the first which came up and yeah uh, if probably he had uh, that incident had not happened he might, might have gone to moon right yeah there is a good chance of uh, because he was one of the first astronauts to go in apollo there is a good chance that he would have commanded another mission to moon because many of the astronauts who have gone in uh, earlier missions let's say till apollo 10 they have got a seat in one of the moon landing missions as well okay okay yeah. that's such a tragedy it was a big tragedy so they kept the name apollo 1 for the mission because uh, the widows of uh, the astronauts wanted it to be labeled as apollo 1 Uh, to honor them and nasa agreed to it okay so the the naming happened after the incident uh 
तो अपोलो प्रोग्राम्स हैड अ वियर्ड नेमिंग सिस्टम दे वर कॉल्ड ए एस विथ थ्री डिजिट नंबर सो इट्स लाइक अपोलो सैटर्न सो इट वॉज नेम लाइक दैट बट या अपोलो वन वॉज नेम्ड अपोलो वन इवन बिफोर द इंसिडेंट बट सिंस इट वॉज नॉट a real flight into space there was a there was probably a possibility of uh, you know not naming that 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 mission as apollo 1 and naming the subsequent mission as apollo 1 so because of the request that came from their wives they agreed to it okay i thought like they had probably named it first and then uh, went on with the missions no. <laughs> yeah. for even i mean mainly for press and publicity purpose they have to name the spacecraft beforehand okay. so that mm-hmm. it, when you when things come in the news right so for common people there should be some kind of a reference so that was a tragedy of apollo 1 so this kind of put a little bit of a delay in the apollo program uh, from 1967 we had to go all the way up to 1969 for the landing but yeah subsequent uh, manned mission happened in 1968 so in between the apollo 7 which was a next manned mission which actually took off there were many unmanned missions okay so apollo 2 apollo 3 were uh, missions to check the launch vehicle saturn 1b and saturn launch vehicles and apollo 4 was in fact a mission to test the capabilities of command and service modules okay. it it had a dummy luna module and it just went to the earth orbit and it, you know it was an unmanned mission similarly apollo 5 also was a test mission for luna module apollo 6 was a mission to test the capabilities of trans lunar injection where from earth's orbit you put the spacecraft into a trajectory okay. towards the moon so that is briefly about all these uh, you know unmanned missions though these were not highlighted in you know space history but these are few of the few critical the, missions which actually paved the way to the future flight the stepping stones yes towards uh, success yeah all right so leaving behind the tragedy of apollo 1 the next man mission was apollo 7 which happened in october 11th 1968 uh, it was a 11 day mission lasted till october 22nd of 1968 this was a mission with a little bit of controversy and stuff um this was the first mission after the tragedy of apollo 1 so hmm. little bit of i mean there were a lot of improvements done in the spacecraft as well but the major objective of this mission was to check the long duration journey towards Five. the time that it takes to moon and back is almost around a um, little more than a week so they wanted to check how ast- astronauts can uh, you know spend their time okay okay so uh, till then uh, none of the humans had been uh, in space for such a long period of time so they wanted to test out how humans will hold on they okay. have been i mean like gemini missions have been up to 2 weeks but this is a new spacecraft altogether so they wanted to the apollo spacecraft were more spacious like okay, all okay. the other spacecraft you're just trapped to your seat cram this cramp. is this had more space and all that stuff so the astronauts who traveled in this mission were wally shira don aisley and walter cunningham so after the mission started wally shira got a real bad head cold okay so from there on he was little irritable i mean the the problem in space is that on the earth gravity helps you to remove your you know uh, the phlegm and everything from your nose right okay yeah yeah, yeah. uh you can clear out your sinus by just sneezing and all that stuff but in space it's really difficult to get hold of that because 
because of the it zero, just clogs in your head and it doesn't it have just any weight clogs in your head and it's very difficult i mean you know how it is yeah so he became very irritable uh, towards <laughs> i mean after first few days of the flight so this irritation passed on to the fellow astronauts okay. as well so there were instances where they kind of disobeyed the command from uh, okay is this the one okay i've read about this, this is pretty funny right yeah okay so what happened was um, they were supposed to live telecast uh, on television a um, few of the things that were doing in the space but the commander was not in favor of it he was really okay. not amused by nasa asking them to live telecast all these stuff so he refused to do it but nasa was adamant so likewise on various occasions you know they just lost their cool because it was a long distance he was <laughs> irritated with the waste disposal uh, okay. which kind, which took around half an half an hour to an hour and it was very crude and it was not clean and smelly and all that imagine being locked up in a uh, iron capsule for 11 days with all feces flying around wow that'd be amazing yeah so <laughs> you can't blame him really but um yeah again another incident was during the reentry and landing um because of their cold they didn't really want to wear the space their helmets which was like okay. a fish bowl type which without any visors and stuff so ground station clearly indicated that they had to wear their helmets <laughs> but they but the astronauts refused to do that okay so that was another incident but the result of all this space mutiny that happened was that wally shira was supposed to retire he retired after the soon after okay. this mission but the other two astronauts never got to fly in space yeah that's what i was wondering because i've never heard of these three people yeah when it comes to like shira NASA was mission. a uh, veteran he has flown mercury gemini and apollo spacecraft but the other two they were it was their first <laughs> flight and their last flight no such. wonder no wonder because um, mission con- mission there. control didn't want to deal with astronauts who were not oh, listening man. to them so because of that uh, wally shira others lost their future <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah kind of yeah. yeah okay but then human behavior changes when you are you know Uh, in those confined spaces you should give stuff. them some give them a break like seriously they were there and like another days, reason right? is that see though it seems uh, like fun to travel in space and all that stuff they are really tight on their schedule there are so many different objectives that a mission has and you really don't have that much time so even though we say that okay they've gone for 10 uh, 10 days or 11 days e- these 10 days and 11 days each second Stressing. is a, uh, you know accom- is accounted for It's not a jolly ride they have a It's lot not a jolly ride okay. even when you land on moon uh, the time that you spend on EVS extravehicular activities on the moon every single second is drafted even before going to moon so they don't have time for even you know having fun around so okay. all these work tension you know mounts up and this is kind of what results in the work mutiny tension. actually so a little bit about this mission uh, this was not supposed to be a mission towards moon they just went into an orbit around the earth and to test their command module they practiced the mock docking with the s s4b the uh, stage of uh, saturn launch vehicle they didn't okay. have a luna module as such so they they were just practicing practicing docking the uh, launch vehicle as okay So after 11 days in space they landed back. So again the mission uh, this was supposed to be what Apollo 1 had to be. Okay, okay. So whatever okay. objectives they Apollo 7 uh, experimented with it was supposed to happen was supposed with Apollo 1. with Apollo 1. Oh so there was a lot of delay because of Yeah, around 18 months of delay. Oh I my guess. god, I'm pretty yeah, sure NASA years. was screaming at John F Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had put a dream 
it was their job to fulfill so there were a lot of factors which went into all this stuff anyway so that is about apollo 7 then the next mission was apollo 8 apollo 8 was the first mission which actually left the, the earth's orbit and moved towards another celestial body yeah, I mean that orbit. is moon <laughs> so it orbited the moon and came back yeah it it is the first uh, spacecraft with human beings that left the uh, okay orbit of earth so the mission started on december 21st 1968 till december 27th um it was a six day mission so the crew was frank bowman jim lovell and william anders so oh, jim lovell <laughs> pretty sure a lot of people know him yeah with the apollo 13 yes. movie so jim lovell was a command module pilot in this one so the the as i said this was the first mission to go out of earth's orbit basically they wanted to ch- test the trans lunar injection how the spacecraft you know behaves when you put it on an orbit put it put it around the moon and these astronauts were the first people to see the far side of moon with their naked eyes i mean wow. we just had pictures which were relayed back by uh, you know um, probes which are sent into the moon but we did, nobody has really seen the far side of the moon but these astronauts were the first people to see the far side of the moon so their mission was to go to the moon and you know orbit uh, and then come back but think about it they have seen the far side of the moon but we uh, think about the other people who have never been to moon they have never seen the far side of the moon yeah we have never seen wow i don't know if we'll ever see that so one of the <laughs> i don't know whether this is interesting uh, so frank bowman who was a commander of um, this mission basically they were sleeping in shifts so the idea was for someone to be awake all the time so that if something goes wrong they can you know uh, fix it in emergency so frank bowman decided to go to sleep first he couldn't sleep uh, easily because of all the sounds and all the radio chatter that was happening hmm. so he requested for permission to have a sleeping pill he had the sleeping pill he slept for some time when he woke up he was sick so he started puking and he got a oh, diarrhea and all that God. and what happened was that <laughs> within few hours the whole spacecraft had tiny ah uh, globs globs of puke oh and feces God. flying around this is like an adam sandler movie <laughs> imagine sitting in a small room and you know all these stuff flying around so they oh, had to deal with no, it no actually this is funny for us not for not for them probably yeah, it was not funny <laughs> for them obviously you don't want your feces and puke flying around right <laughs> oh, i bet nobody thinks about all these things when you think about space travel no no they are like okay it's a prestigious thing you just go there you chill at uh, chill on the moon and you just come back we, because we have never heard about it we live in a generation who doesn't know prop, uh, pro- like the things properly right Yeah so nobody actually thinks about the hardships that these astronauts have gone through to uh, you know uh, bring all this mission to a success and especially when it comes to puke and uh, <laughs> feces <laughs> exactly so yeah that was pretty much apollo 8 so apollo 8 was the first mission where human beings got really close to uh, the moon subsequently we had apollo 9 and 10 we had apollo 9 and 10 apollo 9 was launched on march the 3rd 1969 um and it came back on march 13th so this was again a low earth orbit mission it never went to the moon so the astronauts were james mcdevitt 
David Scott and Rusty Shenekhart. It's I okay. suppose that's how it is. It's okay. Just go ahead and I'm butcher really it. I'm really sorry it's for okay. butchering the name. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, pundits. So they were supposed, they spent around 10 days in the orbit. So, so the major, major objective was to test the lunar module LEM. So they had a LEM flown up with their command module and they did, some, they, they got in, two of the astronauts got into the LEM and they practiced maneuvering it around uh, in the Earth's orbit. So this okay. was a pre-flight check for uh, the moon mission where, you know, two of the astronauts get into inside the LEM and they okay. land on the moon surface. So they practiced moving the lunar module around 100 kilometers away from the command module, redocking and all the things. Mm-hmm. So while moving away, they used a uh, descent stage. While coming back, they used the ascent stage okay. uh, engine to okay, power okay. the lunar module, which we discussed in the oh, previous okay, episode. Okay, okay. So uh, without landing, they use both the engines. Yeah, beca- yeah, because obviously lunar module is not built to uh, work in the Earth's atmosphere because it's mm-hmm. not aerodynamic and all that. So they did it in the space um, around 100 kilometers above Earth. Um, so that was a mission objective. Uh, again, it was just a minor mission to just test the capabilities of... I cannot say minor. Obviously, it played its part. So that's Apollo 9. The final mission before uh, Apollo 11 was Apollo 10. Apollo 10... Uh, was a mission which started on May 18th of 1969, lasted till May 26th. This was a full dress rehearsal for the final Apollo 11 mission. So the the astronauts were Thomas Trafford, John Young and Gene Cernan. Never heard. This is the thing, right? I mean, you have heard of Neil Armstrong yeah, and Alvin. You've never heard of these uh, veteran <laughs> space travelers. Because these people have not stopped with apollo oh yes okay 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 they were there even after the apollo mission exactly and gene cernan was the last man on the moon he was a commander of apollo 18 okay that also i don't know i'll tell you how many people i know i know the first three then the apollo 13 (laughs) those three and i know alan shepard (laughs) apollo 13 only because you have seen the movie right Uh, yeah exactly even though i've read a lot about these things i don't know those people so uh, do you know uh, alan shepard has gone to moon yeah, is, is it the fly uh, uh, like the the mission where there was a lot of radiation and all that? Is it that one? Uh, is it a different sure. one? I Apollo don't. fourteen is all I know. Yeah, I think it it was Apollo fourteen which uh, met with a lot of radiation. Yes. I'm not sure about it. But the thing is, yeah, we don't know most of these people. Correct. So that's why we are doing this episode yeah. <laughs> so that most of us get to know the other astronauts who have done this. Uh, incredible work to ensure that you know uh, Neil Armstrong and Edwin Aldrin could go to the moon and land their spacecraft and come yes, back. Yes, we should probably link all the name of the people. In yes, the we show should. Notes. We should. They deserve their own. Put the Wikipedia page link. <laughs> so yeah. So as I mentioned, this was a dress rehearsal. So they had the entire aircraft flying towards moon, going to an orbit around the moon. They two astronauts even got into the LEM. Hmm. Stratford and Cernan. Okay. And the LEM separated from the command module and it went down to the moon surface 15 kilometers above the moon surface. So that was a complete dress rehearsal. So 15 kilometers is where the actual power descent of a lunar uh, flight starts. So after 15, uh, once this lunar module reaches uh, around 15 kilometer high, the descent engine fires and slowly the craft is pulled down. down. Yeah. So they went to that altitude to ensure that, uh, you know, the lunar module is capable of actually landing on the moon. So they were actually, they probably would have had the propellant to like land on the moon and all that. That is an interesting thing. It's good that you asked that. You know what? 
you you're not sure right maybe what if they feel like landing and then uh, becoming the first uh, astronauts to touch down on moon you know what nasa exactly, did yeah. nasa didn't fill up the fuel tank completely oh man so naturally normally there'll be around 15000 kilograms of fuel uh, i think it's 50000 kilograms not sure about that but then they had filled it up only with 13000 kilograms of the fuel that is the exact amount of fuel oh. that is required to take your lem from a height of 15 kilometers back to the command module oh my god so in case <laughs> they had decided to land they can never come back so that was the insurance policy that nasa had so <laughs> i good you know I, that question had always lingered in my mind but this is the answer to it so they, even if they wanted to they had to either sacrifice themselves or they just had to come you know out. if i were there in that mission i, w- I was one uh, like part of that mission i would have probably landed but then <laughs> you, you know, can come back yeah what is the point like you have made a name for yourself in the like history of mankind right i would rather be alive um, yeah but yeah but still i don't know no it depends on the situation see achievement is fun when you are there to celebrate it later Yeah that's true. right if you're dead then there's no Oh point. but you can't kill yourself or something there right yeah. you will die a, p- a painful death so yeah no <laughs> So uh, those so these these missions have few uh, special records assigned to them even this mission is even in the Guinness Book of World Records for the okay. fastest speed achieved by any manned object in oh. space in space or anywhere before mm-hmm. that matter it was 39897 kilometers per hour it was a lunar module i mean no entire spacecraft okay, on the way back okay, yeah okay. command module and service modules which is around uh, i think 26 1791 miles per hour 11 <laughs> kilometers per second wow. and also the uh, and also it has another record of being the farthest ever from earth uh, okay. at around 4 lakh 89053 that is 408956 kilometers from the earth so it so happened that when the uh, when the spacecraft was on the far side of the moon houston was on the other side of the completely oh. rotated towards the far side no of earth yeah. so, so this is the farthest distance ever achieved by any space uh, manned space craft ever but one more thing if they had let the spacecraft la- land right they would have saved a lot of money and all that so that was not the intention right this is just a rehearsal so uh, uh, the main objective was to survey the sea of tranquility and ensure that you know it was a proper landing site um and uh, again while coming back from their uh, lunar or- orbit at 15 kilometers uh, the ascent stage was fired and the descent <laughs> stage was disengaged but because of a pilot error they had mistakenly typed in the command twice the okay. spacecraft started spinning out of control for oh and it rolled God. over eight times oh. before it regained its stability and it is said that if had it rolled over maybe a couple of times more they would have entire thing would have crashed onto moon oh surface so that was a uh, dangerous uh, thing that happened on the way back and this was again the same mission where there was this uh, claim of space music okay. wherein both the lunar module astronauts and the command module astronaut was able to hear some whistling kind of sound coming from the far side of the moon serious i've never so, heard of yeah that. this was relayed back to earth at that, that time and there was some uh, you know conspiracy theory aliens. saying that it's oh, aliens man. and all that stuff <laughs> they said that it, they, these are aliens watching what human beings are doing and all that but then the the astronauts came back safely and nothing really happened we are just waiting to pounce on these kind of like 
controversies <laughs> it's just conspiracy theories are something we can't live without it seems. exactly that's that's built into the whole fabric of society at this point so these were the different apollo missions which happened before uh, apollo 11 landed on the moon which are less known but equally critical to the apollo program yeah, the, the the people involved in the spacecraft everything they they all do deserve equal share of recognition because and, of what they did yeah and very much less talked are the people who sit in the mission control exactly. so they work as hard as the astronauts to ensure that they come back to earth safely do that applause for them applause for them and the astronauts who are not as famous as the astronauts who landed yeah. on the moon 